0: patch notes uh we are here uh it's been a while it's been a little while there's a number of reasons for it we'll talk about those reasons
1: Um, this is our this is our first plague year patch notes
0: it is our first yeah i don't know and we're doing we're doing a lot of um we're weirdly doing a lot of
1: plague content on no cartridge recently um Mm. i wonder why yeah so it's hard to theorize um, but there is actually uh, part of the benefit of not doing the show for reasons we'll discuss for about a month I want to say it's been now uh, is that some news has piled up so we want oh, yeah. to talk about
0: so um yeah no, no no there's actually quite a bit and and like what's what's great is that we have had such a long time without news that
1: this feels like an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, if, um, if, but like half the riches are your favorite gaming company could be underwater in six months. Yeah, um, no. There's there's also
0: some bad news. I, yeah. I gotta I gotta be cl- I gotta be upfront <laughs> with everyone. We might
1: have some bad news for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So so I was, I, obviously this is the first time I've been on no cartridge uh, in a while. So uh, yeah. Do you want to do you want to explain where you've been? I got so obviously uh, we locked down. But time stopped being a thing. But mm-hmm. I think – we've been locked down for three or four weeks now. Like uh, I have had – I've had um, – I've had uh, – um, I've been locked down. This is my fifth week of lockdown. Fifth, yeah, it's something around that for me as well. I think I started around the same time you did. Okay. I could actually go back and check my tweets because the first – the first, like, the demarcation line. I'm, I'm actually going to do it right now. Let's see if I can find the tweet.
0: Um, <laughs> you, just, you just have a tweet where you're like, this will never last.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's the movie tweet. Oh, okay. Um, it was, this is from March 12th. Okay. Um, yeah, that's about – and it's April 13th, so we're yeah. talking four weeks. Uh, this tweet um, – and I remember this, this because this was from the checkout line of my first big, all right, this is my weekly run to the grocery store. Because I'm and I'm going to be getting a lot of stuff because I'm not leaving the house for another week. This is mm-hmm. the first one of those. Um, so that's my demarcation line. And the tweet is as follows: uh, Tweeted at six thirty-seven p.m. Just ran into guy in uh, and this is open quotes guy in the grocery store line asking everyone why the place is so busy who then ominously coughs into his sleeve while thanking me for answering his question close quotes <laughs> so no no i don't think there's a single unrealistic plague movie trope Follow-up tweet. really funny. He happily informed me that he'd stood in line at the giant down the street for a while, but it was just so long. So he left to come to Safeway, and I just smiled and laughed and laughed and laughed. So that guy (laughs) was walking around possibly infecting two different um, grocery stores that day. That didn't really cause much of a problem, did it? No. Um, So, yeah, it's been... It's been a time. It's been a rough month. Uh, immediately after, obviously, I've been sick. Uh, I, I'm not. Sh- I have no idea if it was coronavirus. It didn't. It seemed to be more like uh, it, n- a normal did, flu combined with allergies, sort of. It didn't sound like coronavirus. <laughs> like it sounded like it was something
0: much different and almost worse.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you get either you either get the the mild coronavirus where you just get uh, a bad flu and mild pneumonia. Or you know you get the version that kills you, but um, it was in a one place or the where other. I, yeah, it was in a place where I wasn't like I didn't have the fever, I didn't have the the dry cough. I had really wet cough. Um, yeah,
0: that was that was what I remember you saying that you 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 were pretty sure it wasn't coronavirus because you had a wet cough.
1: And it was and that, and that just means just phlegm everywhere. Sure, um, you know runny nose. This is why I think part of it was you know. You were just like allergies. it was hot boy
0: summer over at yeah, your Yeah, house.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so it, and I, it wasn't like it wasn't debilitating. I was still you know able to tweet and stuff, but I, I just basically couldn't speak. Um, so it wasn't really useful to try to do this show. Uh, I already put, used the mute fu- function on this thing way too often, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, with with you know my my sinus being a drainage ditch for a couple weeks there. I just didn't Make sense for us to do this now while that was going on. Um, we had a major plumbing issue with our washing machine. Oh no, that led to us cutting out part of the ceiling of the house to get to the pipes. Um, and so you were throwing up at this point, too, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, so it, how it was, did like, you handle that? Uh, badly. Um, I helped like because I'm, I'm at my parents' place right now for the lockdown. And so my dad did went up there with the saw to cut the ceiling open. Um but I, you know, I had to hold the ladder. Um Ugh. Ugh. we had to move the machine together. Um and then once that got dealt with, the fridge busted. Uh, we lost our fridge. So oh, we had to drive that outside. Man, that sucks. Um and obviously, you know, uh we you know you order another one, but there's there's a two to three week backlog on stuff like that. Due to how shipping is fucked up in this country right now, mm-hmm. uh, we luckily have another fridge in the house. It, it wasn't uh, it was it was our main fridge, but it wasn't like you know the only fridge we have, so we're not completely screwed. Um, but you, you know, just it's just not things that need to be happening right now. Um, no,
0: and I think like the 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 really like horrible part of all this, of course, is that like. You know, you're dealing with inconvenience, you're dealing with a sickness, and then, like, if, in fact, it is not um, coronavirus, then people are going to be like, oh, so, like, you aren't um, – you don't – need to have coronavirus? Oh, that's good. Then you, you weren't yeah. really all that sick, were you? Yeah. But you were really super sick.
1: Yep. Um, and, yeah, you know, I, and I've, the thing is that, you know, I've had health problems for a while, which I don't really need to get into the fullness of on here, but, you know, it's one of those comorbidities – Um, so even though that sickness has passed, I still have to act because obviously we have no idea if I, I have no idea if I was a, if I'm, if I'm one of these asymptomatic character carriers who just didn't get it, if I got it, but it was rolled into that like death flu so that it was just, you know, you're fucking around in the margins. Um, I mean, yeah, if you
0: got the death flu
1: and coronavirus, oh man, um, somehow you just like lived. Yeah. And then... You know, but the the bigger possibility is that I haven't even encountered it yet. And if I yeah, do right, encounter sure. it, then we're you know we're playing hard mode um, or easy mode. Yeah, you never know what your antibodies do. Yeah, um, awful though, and I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, unless it is somehow your fault, I don't think. It is. Uh, well, <laughs> you know me, just
0: going from store to store. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's. Um, yeah. No things things are normal here. I mean. We're all quarantined. It's homeschooling, and it's annoying. Uh, That way, it's hard, and you know, God knows, I don't really want to be. I don't know. I don't really want to be homeschooling, but at the same point, it's just how it how it goes. Yep. You know, and we're just we're just kind of uh, we're just kind of handling that, and no one's sick, so you know I can't complain too too much.
1: Yep. And uh, well, president says we get to open up the country again
0: in two weeks. Yeah, I saw, and he has like he has a whole like plan for it. I don't think. That's well, I don't happen. know if he has a
1: whole plan for. it. I oh, mean, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean a whole plan. I meant he has a whole team. Yeah, uh, uh, two of his kid, his his daughter and his son-in-law, a couple other of his court jesters. Stephen Minuchin's on Steven there. Mnuchin. Remember that guy? Yeah. Um, he's back, baby. I think he might actually be the most qualified one on there. That's like great, incredibly depressing. Like Mark Meadows is on there. The. <laughs>
0: I mean the good news here is that Trump can ask to open up the country as much as he wants the 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 secret is uh, the only thing that can happen is if governors say it's okay right? yeah like this is a, this is a state's issue so you're gonna have like some places kowtowing to Trump some places not it well I mean here's going it's gonna
1: depend on your state. I mean, he, he, this this guy doesn't like being told no. <laughs> like, even if he he, well, he very true. much thinks he does have the power to reopen the country because he thinks he's an absolute dictator. But I mean, he doesn't. I guess this is like
0: one of those things, and you know, I get that he doesn't like that he has the power to say no. But it would, I mean, it would take a lot more than he has time to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he could go full chaos mode and you know call up the generals and then yeah, he get could. really rowdy, as you know, because I don't. I think it's impossible to say what would happen if Trump actually tried to do that because he is uniquely positioned for the – in like US history for the general to laugh and say fuck no to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, if there's if there's going to be a guy that the generals say no to, it's, it's it would be him. Yeah. Donald Trump. Uh, he just doesn't. Pre- you know, he, he's he's kind of a joke. Um, he doesn't press the right buttons for them. He doesn't have the requisite seriousness. If there's if there's one way to make them break that thing that's drilled into them, they need to listen to the commander in chief. It's a guy acting like this. But then, you still don't know what the percentages are on that. Um, and this all just, it, it, I mean. It sounds like I mean, when, when when this comes out, maybe this this line of inquiry will sound like you know pie in the sky, weird, you know, breathless. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, that's that's but the only thing. Like you're hearing the state of California refer to itself as a nation state, and oh yeah, talking about how cool. And Newsom is holding a press conference tomorrow, or maybe it was earlier today, but I think it's tomorrow when the plan's being released um to detail how California, Oregon and Washington are going to respond to the crisis like instead of what the federal government's doing um and you've already got Cuomo running basically a, the the New England response for like five or six states up there um yeah so there is at least in the wild this discussion of the US balkanizing which is very premature, but it's also like a discussion <laughs> that's being had. That's wild. I mean, if, governors if, if the of US the states, Balkanizes, that would be whew, be wild. Yep. Um and you know, California's not wrong. That is a national economy that they have there. That mm-hmm. they have everything they need to support them, you know, and Washington, Oregon can come along too, but that West Coast Strip could just, you know. It would be a self-sufficient country, and that's come up before in discussions about uh, Medicare for California-type proposals uh, because Mm -hmm. California legitimately does have the markets, the, the, the GDP and the market to sustain something like that. The question is, of course, getting it – how do you get that unhooked from the United States and all that? Well, yeah, but and I mean that's like – like, All that stuff seems incomprehensible until it happens, right. and then it's just chaos for a while
0: until – You're You're totally right. Like uh, the same thing with Trump and the generals. Like it, it seems impossible that Trump would do that until he does it, and then and then we have to deal with it. But like it seems to me anyway that what's going to happen is they're going to have this committee, and it's just going to be – you know, your typical committee and nothing's going to come of it. Like I think
1: that's much more likely. Jared than anything Jared at this point. Kushner's yeah. team at the at the at FEMA has they have a nickname apparently for Kushner's team. It's oh, the yeah. the children. <laughs> As in, you know, the ch- I mean, I feel sort of like a resistance lib even laughing at that, but it's it is funny. It's kind of fucking pathetic. It's it's pretty cool. Um, but this is not a politics podcast. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um, it would be a very, very sad one if it was, considering other stuff that's happened um, Yeah, well, with, say, the you know. Democrats recently. But, you know, electoralism was always a lie. We move on. We move on to video games. To video games. Um, general pandemic roundup. Uh, I, of course, come from the world of sports uh, as a reporter and writer and pundit. Um, and sports is having a hell of a time. Like <laughs> Sports I, is having a moment. They are having a moment. Live sports in particular uh, were a major – basically a major driver period for um, live entertainment. Um, you basically – everybody else, everything that isn't part of the streaming economy right now in, in the entertainment sector is like live sports. Uh, yeah. There are a couple other things that sort of drive it. Like every now and again you have like one of those like Productions of Lay Miz that they put on Fox that are like all um, yeah, celebrities. Yeah, or like. But... Oh, and, and of course,
0: like the, the people who are older also. Yeah. Like who just like watching
1: their shows when they come on. But you know, even, even like the CBS boomers have been declining as a, as a segment of that market. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and especially also watching their stuff recorded. Um, which, at least when you're DVRing it, they still get that ad revenue. that business model but you can still skip through ads with the fast forward button um so they're not worth as much Uh, but yeah so sports uh they've all basically been canceled the nhl season is you know everyone's sort of in a different stage of uh grief um obviously the nfl since their their season happens in the fall they're just purely in uh denial Oh one hundred percent. Yes, one hundred percent. Uh the NBA and NHL seem to be in acceptance right now. Like they haven't actually fully like, canceled uh their season. Yeah, I
0: mean, but the NBA is talking about like, oh hey, maybe we're gonna have um maybe we'll have like horse champ horse challenges with yeah. stars in their home gyms. Like it's it's
1: they're they're I talking mean, about counter
0: programming yeah. at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's like we've accepted that this isn't going to happen. We're moving on to try to salvage something from it that yeah, that exactly goes with the current world as it is. Major League Baseball is in major league baseball is in like such an exciting moment right bargaining. now. Bargaining yes. they are and they're they've been in bargaining for a couple months because obviously because they had the season that was just about to open. Um, so right now the proposition for Major League Baseball, of course, is that uh, they're all going to go to Arizona in the summer um, <laughs> and play Mad Max season. Uh, I love you know, it. Double I love headers this plan so much. Under the Arizona sun on spring training fields that were meant to be used, you know, in the spring, um, and obviously everyone's got to socially distance, so they got to sit in the bleachers instead of in the you know shaded oh, it dugout. Rocks. It rocks so much, um, and obviously uh, they'll be in these compounds, these hotel compounds, isolated away from their families, or maybe with their families. I, I'm pretty sure either way, some players aren't going to be happy with the arrangement. Um, uh, no, I think a lot of players aren't going to be happy with the arrangement. I think. I mean, and then you're they're probably
0: looking at a lot of people who are not going to be a big fan of this plan at all.
1: Yeah, and, and a lot of players have said so. Um, yes they now, have. Without capitalism, I think the plan obviously would be to cancel the season and put all your efforts into making the World Baseball Classic in 2021 a huge production. you know, Maybe like instead of just being a tournament, it has its own like season. Sort of where the national teams play each other, and you get all the best players in the world because the you know the MLB yeah. guys will be there, but MLB owners don't make money from that, not the way they make money from Major League Baseball. So it'll oh, never happen.
0: Oh, certainly not. No, um, no, no. They, uh, I think, I think, I think Major League Baseball owners are going to put their players at extreme risk, yeah, at
1: some point. Like, I, I think that's only the way. That's the only way this ends up. And then there's what the UFC is doing, which is uh, buying a private island in international waters God, and, a, UFC and starting island is battle royale. Or uh, yeah, the condemned. What was that? I, I made a joke about this. like I, that he, Obviously, Dana White has never seen battle royale or um the most dangerous game or any of your traditional or played PUBG, yeah <laughs> or any of that but he has seen the like the 2006 or 2007 knockoff of those concepts starring stone cold Steve mm-hmm. austin um so uh, maybe he got the idea from that uh but you know, he's just gone full psycho uh, i assume they're gonna have to send in the military to shut him down I mean, I, I, it's going to be it's wild. What, it's one of those movies that ends with UN helicopters arriving. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. To rescue the three survivors. I mean, look, if there's one upside to
0: yeah. all of this, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's UFC Island.
1: Yes, Fight Island. He's calling it Fight, I- I'm sorry, literally Fight literally Island. I'm sorry, Fight Island. He's calling yes. it Fight Island. He's calling it Fight Island. That's, that's a movie name. Um, I mean, it's a bad movie. Name, yeah, well, because this, this is going to be a terrible movie. Uh, right. Very derivative, yeah. too. Fair enough, yes. <laughs> um, if we've seen what real life and disaster movies are like. But all of this is prologue to say that sports players are now doing a lot of streaming. They're streaming because, obviously, they, their lives now uh, don't involve going to the, to the arena to play. Obviously, they're all keeping in shape. They've got their own personal gyms. But uh, they, since they can't play their sport... A lot of um, the backup plans for the vamping, like MLB Network and uh, all the sports media people who have nothing to do now since there are no sports, has been to like Twitch stream the licensed games based on their sport.
0: Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon's been playing a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, And a lot of them are are really bad at it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I always like when they're terrible at it. Yeah. Those are my
1: favorites. Yeah, um, and and you know, and obviously, people like uh, a lot of NBA players already were doing this kind of. Uh, they weren't streaming M- the NBA games; they were streaming, you know, Call of Duty and shit like that. Sure. Uh, it was actually kind of famous. Uh, was it Kyle Lowry who was on stream? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think it was Kyle Lowry. It was someone else. But they were on stream playing when they got the news the NBA season was canceled um, oh, or postponed. And it was just you know the viral clip of him just going oh shit holy shit shit yeah with all oh his yeah I remember that non basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. playing buddies who were like actually counting on him kind of to help in the death match and you know he was <laughs> busy just, with other stuff yeah. I mean you
0: listen if if you're if you are if you are an NBA star and your whole season is basically gets shelved mm-hmm. I feel like you know you can be forgiven if you like screw up the raid yep.
1: Yeah. Um... And what this gets to is uh this week a nascar driver ah yes was uh engaging in a little twitch streaming of a nascar game
0: and, and he joined he definitely he joined
1: said, our ranks the ranks of the gamers by using the gamer word he used the gamer word he hard did it hard r
0: hard r in gamer yeah it's um it was it was unfortunate too because he 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 used it and clearly, I mean, unfortunate. I say unfortunate, but I don't, I don't feel bad that he was caught. But it was definitely one of those things where it was like, hey, is anyone, is anyone listening? Is this is this live is this right live? now? And he just said it, and they're like, Kyle, everyone can hear you, dude. Every, <laughs> you're live to everyone right now.
1: Yep, Kyle Larson. Um, you know, I don't I really follow am. NASCAR. He, uh, but if I don't know his name, so I assume he's one of these like. Slightly below A-list guys because seems like he's been around for a while. Uh, he's like he's
0: he's famous in some ways for being. I think he is um, half Asian. Okay, uh, that's what that's all I know. Because I saw some sort of like uh, concerned trolling um, journalist tweet about that. Like, excellent. Wow, whatever oh, you know. This this is, after what happened old. after what happened to his grandparents, he would say this like that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: You know, right. oh, very, very I, cool stuff. They don't identity politics own.
0: Um, they're great, they're know, very good, and uh, th- nothing is bad about
1: them. Journalists, what I like that, about them. I, that's, I just love that. That journalist's intersectional analysis, very fantastic. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kyle Larson, Larson did the usual thing, put out the video. Um, Did he cry in the video? I think so. I'm not gonna. I I I get. You're not gonna watch the video. I get extreme secondhand social embarrassment uh, from apology videos. Yeah, I don't like them at all. I hate them. Um, so I there. But the 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 article has hit him him like uh, saying that he said the word that should never be said. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Which is like, it
1: feels like that should be capitalized, like a Voldemort type thing. Which you, I agree, you don't say the word.
0: But yeah, no, 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 you don't say that word. But it is funny that that's how he understands it. Like I've spoken the um, the the word that has been banned. But yeah, it
1: was you know you, by the yeah. tribunal.
0: Like, like you might, he, he doesn't actually understand this. why you're not supposed to say
1: that word. <laughs> you know? I have spoken.
0: It's, it's I have not. Made, I have done word crime. <laughs> it's,
1: it's not just because McDonald's and whoever aren't sponsoring you anymore. Uh, that's yeah, part that's, of it. <laughs> that the, you know what, those yeah. all spring from the original reason why you don't use that word. That's but, a serious part
0: of it, especially for you, the guy who now is not uh, making nearly as much money. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, no, no. There's other reasons you do not say the word.
1: So the um, the athletes have finally finally joined us, the jocks and nerds together, in uh, being dipshit racists on the internet in front of uh, wonderful a live audience uh, and a recording that will never go away.
0: Yeah, and I mean it was uh, what what I thought was kind of fascinating about about this one was uh his friends kind of realizing what had happened when they're just like, "Oh no." Like everyone can hear this. And there was no like there was no expectation of like Kyle cut the feed right now, cut the feed right now. It was <laughs> just, just like, "Oh, it's done." It was just, "Okay. All right. This is out there." <laughs> okay, you're just going to have to deal with this, bud. Move forward. Good
1: luck. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, um, it's amazing.
0: I mean, if nothing else, it's amazing to watch someone's entire career dissolve in twenty seconds. Oh, he'll
1: be fine. I don't
0: know. I mean, I there's, there's things he's not are
1: going to get again soon. Things are going to get you know crazy enough in this country that by the time things are getting back to normal in six months, if you know. That, and that's optimistic. <laughs> Six months. You know, everybody's just going to be so happy to have NASCAR back that Kyle Larson dropping a racial slur is going to be, you know, uh, he'll have learned so much and he'll apologize and it'll be fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of these guys, most of these guys never actually suffer consequences for this stuff.
0: Well, no, that's certainly true.
1: Uh, very, very good point. Um so about uh, he's got some short term consequences certainly. Uh but losing av- losing your sponsors when no races are happening, you know, being suspended when no races <laughs> are happening. There's
0: <laughs> one race happening.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it's, no it's uh. it's weird though man. Like it, it is a weird thing to see a professional athlete do the stupid stupid thing that you know like Whatever, like, uh, Jontron. Well, I'm gonna get yelled at because Tron apparently never said the, the word on a stream or anything, but like, you know, whatever, like, whatever, whatever streamer you want to think of, uh, does, uh, Ninja has done it or whatever, PewDiePie. Like, it's just weird seeing like a successful athlete be like, oops, I said the gamer word. Like, Jesus, dude.
1: Yeah. In other and better news, um, where do you want to go first after this? Uh, you want to talk about Final Fantasy VII? Sure. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake dropped. Uh, to be three days ago now. We're recording this on the 13th. It went live uh, midnight on the 10th. Um, I have not gotten all the way through it yet. A lot of people like sat down and just like mainlined this into their veins. Um, they sure did. And you know, a couple people in my feet like beat it not even last night, but, like, yesterday afternoon or something, and they obviously were not among the first people to beat it. Um, it's impressive. It's, I yeah. mean,
0: that's, it's a lot of game.
1: It is. Um, I am probably about 12 hours into it now. I want to say it's a, it feels like it's about the halfway point. Um, uh, I'm not actually sure how many chapters there are in the game, because I, I feel like if I look it up, it'll spoil it for me. Uh-huh. Um and I'm I'm vaguely aware of how crazy it's going to get at the end, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. So. Oh really? Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I'm actually having a very good time with it so far. It you is like it? a fantastic remake. Um, okay. I am predisposed, sort of, to like the combat, um, mainly because I thought combat was. Uh, I like character action combat to begin with, and I thought one that it, Final Fantasy Thirteen's uh, constant character swapping and party command system was cool. Um, uh-huh. And also that the only interesting thing about the Kingdom Hearts series was the combat. The Combat, right? Um, sure. we, we, yeah, we, we've talked about this. Before. We have. Um, uh, Final Fantasy VII isn't quite Kingdom Hearts III. It isn't quite. It, it, it's certainly. And it, some people have been compared to Final Fantasy XV. And I don't think it's quite that either. Um, it shares more in common, I think, with Kingdom Hearts III than it does with XV, despite you know um, those two Final Fantasy games, you know, supposedly being more or less from parts of the same. Uh, dev team. Yes. Um, but it's quick, it's snappy, it's responsive. Uh, it feels like there's been a lot of talk about the difficulty level. Ah, uh, uh, yes. With difficulty that. level discourse. And honestly, that is true. I respect the hell of Square Enix for just, you know, before that fight even began, just sucker punching everyone by making the very easy mode called classic difficulty. The classic difficulty is, uh, if you ever played the Devil May Cry games, they had a uh, a setting called Easy, and then they had Easy Automatic. Mm -hmm. Uh, The difference between the two was Easy was all about numbers. So you'd have more health, enemies would do less damage, um, you would do more damage. And that's the Easy setting. Easy Automatic also input combos for you.
0: Ah, so you could basically just, like, button have mash. the whole style, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, you would press towards the enemy and hit the attack button, and if, de- depending on how you time the attack button press, Dante or Nero would do a bunch of the cool moves that usually you had to get actual technique uh, to bust out. Um,
0: but in you just got to watch it happen. Yeah,
1: and cool. so Classic is sort of like that in that um, what it does is it takes easy difficulty... Uh, Numbers game, in terms of how many enemies are in fights, what their healths are, all that stuff, and um, plays the game for you. Okay. Uh, in in the character action sense, so Cloud, Tifa, Barrett, they run around the field and they attack those enemies without you having to input commands. Nice. They don't do it as well as you w- as you would. Sure, uh, of it, but, uh, Naturally. But uh, but um, they do. You know that stuff, and it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter that you don't have the same precision or speed of basic attacks um, as you would need in normal, because obviously easy is easy. Uh, What what it really wants you to do in classic mode is wait until the ATB gauge fills, uh, just like in classic Final Fantasy VII, and then you get to input commands using uh, you know segments of the ATB bar, uh, which build over time through attacking and defending and stuff like that. Uh, I tried it both ways. I tried I beat the demo on normal and on easy uh, or in classic mode. Uh, I honestly, I find that classic moves too slow. It's just okay. it's, it doesn't feel like an interesting experience. It, it does uh, fights take about the same amount of time, though, because even though the classic is moving slow, everyone dies real quick. <laughs> so sure. you know, um, even though Cloud, you know, Cloud has to put through a lot more effort to clear a normal fight than he would to clear the same fight in Classic. But usually it takes around the same amount of time, um, at, least, at least until you get in the demo it did. Um, I assume things like bosses uh, are, are much different in terms of time investment between yeah, normal and easy. Yes, I would assume easy. they're quite a bit quicker. Uh, so, there, yeah, the big, the big concern, Kotaku did a, a the kind of troll-y, trollishly headlined article about this
0: uh Uh, yeah bad article article. (laughs) (laughs) sorry just uh and i you know i don't i don't mean to say anything mean about mike fahey or whatever like you know fahey has his own his own struggles and you know he he almost died not too long ago like uh, you know i don't i don't mean to say anything mean about the dude but boy that was just like not his best
1: yeah i mean well, it was there it, it existed to get the people angry that it got angry um which is garbage. It did its job. Like, why would you write that article? What? I mean, what you, like, come on, Kotaku, the, the, Kotaku should know better. The 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 premise the the, under, the, the charitable premise of it was that uh, the difference between easy and normal is too big. That um, easy is, is isn't engaging enough, and normal is too hard, and that normal uh-huh. should be the hard mode. I, of course, disagree in all respects. Uh, I haven't gotten to the part in the game where he had to turn it down to easy because the part in the game where he had turned it down to easy was like literally the last couple of encounters. Yeah, sure. Which sets off some alarm bells for me about how maybe it wasn't a problem with those enemies and those encounters, but maybe a problem with how you prepared for the end game. I mean um,
0: Trier apparently told him that like, you know, okay, this this part you might want to turn to easy because it's like a little unbalanced. But, like, what what gets me is that he didn't then just, like, he was like, okay, I liked the rest of the game in, in whatever mode, and now I'm just
1: gonna, I'm gonna stick it in easy for no reason. No, oh, I mean, like, he had a reason. He had a deadline. He had to hit. But, like, um,
0: he was at the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really begrudge him the, that specific part. I know I've turned down to difficulties on games that I had to have a review do for the next day. Um, yeah, and you just, you, you, you punch it out, and you but you don't try to make any judgments on the game about it because you had to uh you know make some sacrifices for the business environment that you were freelancing or in, I guess he's a staff writer that you were putting your your content out in, and that is that 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 is not the fault of the game um sure, and you know I get that, but like also then, yeah, I think you're right like don't don't write
0: some sort of trolley headline about it then like. <laughs>
1: What's I mean, the they, that, that site has had a lot of Final Fantasy content, uh, of Final seven, 7 remake content over the past week. Obviously, they're dealing with lockdown, too, and with uh, daily article quotas that they have to hit for business reasons. I mean, it's um, a Spanfeller yeah. thing now. Too, so, so, you know, I, 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 I have – there is a context to why articles like that get written and published, and it's not always, you know, personal evil. Um but yeah, it was it was funny to see that discourse uh resurrected. Uh generally I think um True, as far truly
0: as, hated seeing it dis resurrected. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, as far as other stuff about this about remake goes, uh character plot, all that stuff, it's been excellent so far. Okay. Um I nice. want to say they they finally made uh, Obviously a lot of this was a problem with the script, the original script translation, which was atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um but these all actually feel like real characters now. Tifa and Cloud feel like... And uh, this is minor spoilers for Seven. There's an, there's an event that changes the relationship that Cloud and Tifa think they have past the events that are covered in this in this remake's remit. Uh, I have no idea if maybe they bring that into the end of the remake at this point. Um, but at this point in the story, Cloud and Tifa are old friends. Um and th- th- these two finally kind of actually act like it instead of having this weird... Um...
0: Great. That's that's actually good. I, I There's a lot of stuff I do not remember about Final Fantasy VII. I won't lie to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't lie to the listeners and say I remember everything about Final Fantasy VII because I don't. But... I do remember that Cloud and Tifa were supposed to be really good friends, and it never felt that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that has changed. That has significantly changed, uh, and for the better. Um, I want to say, though, that the character that has improved the most is Barrett. Um, oh, okay. Which I didn't actually see coming from the demo. In the demo, see, the, the funny thing is the demo is pretty much the only part of the game so far, I think, that has recreated a set piece one-to-one or tried okay. to go as as close to one-to-one as possible even the next reactor in sector five substantially different from at least what i remember um with a much much bigger uh, emphasis on the the, the shinra villains okay. um um well, i mean and, that makes sense yeah uh like in the original game they had a, the president had a couple lines there uh after a dungeon that you went through you hear they are present they're talking a lot um and that that's good because it finally gives barrett a, a barrett is basically like terrorist hulk hogan in this like he is an 80s wrestler he is constantly okay. cutting promos and flexing oh, okay. and doing all that stuff and there's no real way that it's a very strange character it was a very strange character when it was written in the 90s because it was a 90s original barrett was a lot more like angry black man written angry american black man written. Written maybe by people who had no <laughs> – not much connection to that literary trope, uh-huh. such as it is. Um, and he was very uh, – that stuff, he is he is a much – he's not shooting his gun off everywhere all the time anymore. He is – much, uh, he's much calmer. He's much. Uh, huh. I won't. I won't say nicer because the guy is, like I said, he's, he's terrorist Hulk Hogan. Um, but obvious, it's obvious that they did uh, very good work on him, especially with the voice actor um, and the localization team. Okay. Uh, I like him a lot. He, he finally has heels to work off of and villains to like give speeches against, uh, as opposed to like. My memory of FF seven is that like you never really got those antagonists brought forward. You had the Turks, but you didn't yeah. have like uh, this new character Heidegger, or the Shinra president having the role. that no, he Heidegger hands. was in the old. He game. was okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Uh, he he gets a
0: lot of screen time. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, he didn't get a lot of screen time. Um, uh, he was an interesting
1: sort of like seeming villain. Yeah, um, like Scarlet just showed up for the first time, in where I am. Cool. Uh, She was in the original. She Um, was, I believe. We haven't seen Hojo yet. I'm there. There are two things I'm dreading uh, with this. Neither I've reached ones I've talked about before, which is how they handled the Don Corneo stuff, um, which they've already hinted at a couple times um, with references to his sex trafficking. Uh huh. Um, So I almost that that, that's like I want to say I'm like probably probably about ninety minutes at most from. Finally seeing the Don Corneo content. Great. Uh, And then meeting Hojo. I want to see what they've done with everyone's favorite Nazi Dr. Nick. (laughs) Um, And if he's still like... It's weird. Uh, My memory of him from Final Fantasy VII is that he was a really creepy, terrifying weirdo for specifically the Midgar stuff. And -hmm. then as soon as he left Midgar, he came like a recurring joke. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Um, and I'm wondering if they're gonna try to handle that tonal change a little bit better. I hope um, so. I
0: mean, honestly, I hope they handle everything a little bit better yeah. i'm i'm I was not interested in playing this game until I heard some of the reaction to it and like it seems what what I really like about the reaction is it seems like people are I don't know pretty pretty excited about the ways that they're changing it like they yeah. they seem actually committed to doing something different, which I mean right on
1: that's like that's cool. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, they've done a really good job um, reimagining Midgar. Uh, I've, I've talked about this a bit on Twitter. Uh, if I do have a substantial critique of the game so far, it's that these. This is modern Square Enix, modern Final Fantasy, and the trend in those games has been going since thirteen. Um, really, has been going towards this re- ultra. I would call it realistic, but modern like conception of Final Fantasy where the weird the way you show a character has a weird character design is they wear like runway fashion clothes not uh-huh. uh-huh. or like Kina from Final Fantasy 9 like there's there's less whimsy and more like quote unquote real world culture and stuff in there which makes sense given the amount of cross branding they like to do Yeah, in sure. the local Japanese market with this stuff but at least to a game where basically when cloud's walking around um The upper level district area after the reactor one bombing, Uh, Mm -hmm. he's walking through the city streets, Uh, and it's basically Chelsea, the in in New York City. Like like it's got the same uh, cobblestone road type thing going on. It's got um, realistic cars. Everyone's dressed like American business people, Japanese business people. in just normal clothes, you know, like okay. normal modern, like today clothes, and then you've got this guy in a shirtless, a uh, sleeveless wool turtleneck. I think is sort of, is what uh, Cloud's top is, and these like ridiculously flared cargo pants. Cloud is rocking uh, some sort of top. That's true. Um, and carrying a sword as big as he is, obviously. Uh, obviously. and he, he just he looks startlingly. Like comically out of place and he looks even more out of place when he goes down to uh the slums which basically look like you know irl refugee camps okay. um you know, the, the level of you know style there is even more you know toned down like uh, i, I want to say that final fantasy 7 didn't have great fidelity you know obviously it was early ps1 everyone was composed of like 20 polygons at most but that made the world seem a lot more coherent, sort of, because your mind was filling in a lot more. Sure. And now it just sort of seems like, you know, well, these guys are the protagonists because they look like they stepped off of, you know, a runway uh, or out of a comic book or out of a manga. And everyone else is just sort of interacting with them. It's like it's sort of like a lesser version of the experience that you have with Mario and in, in Mario Odyssey, where he goes to the to New Dog City. Yes. I like, know exactly they don't, what you mean. They don't. They're not that out of place, but they're close. Um, and if I had to complain about that, I'd, I'd say that they played it a bit too much their house style in redesigning Midgar, and it's, it's not enough this, you know, heady, mako-punk, steampunk world. Um, although, you know, once the, once the reactor and the plates get bet back in the shot, then you're, you know, you're right back yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can understand that I mean that, that that that
0: makes some sense, especially I think like um I think like the 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 way that that um the way that that works and especially in a game that's like a remake
1: mm-hmm.
0: is is weird because you're thinking about I don't know like I'm trying to think about how to say this like it has to look like the old game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it has to kind of feel like the old game, all that stuff, right but then yeah. like also, the old game was, as you say, like, it had no fidelity. It, it like, it looked weird. You were filling in a lot of the blanks. So, yeah. I mean, where does that end? Like, where do yeah. you sort of, like, stop with that? And the thing um, is,
1: no. yeah, you know, a thing is that, like, it can't, it doesn't have to match the old game. It has to match what the fandom thinks about the old, the old yes, game. Correct. And a lot of, a lot, there have been a lot of weird, there are a lot of opinions specifically about Eris, are colored by the fact that you know yep. she dies. Oh yeah, for um, sure. People are talking about like, why is she so twee? Why is she so? And I was one of the people saying this. Why is she she so so sarcastic and twee and you know Zoe Deschanel ish? Um, you know, wasn't she was she was just the like you know the chaste maiden good girl JRPG um, archetype? And I've got a friend who's playing through the original right now uh, because he doesn't have a PS4, so he's, he's you know he's playing through the originals. And Hoping for a PC release sometime in the future so we can to be compared to. He's like, no, no, Tifa's the good girl in that game. It's Tifa that's the boring JRPG good girl, and Eris is this little, you know, mean trickster lady. Weird. Um, okay. Yeah. And everyone, myself included, remembers that completely reverse. Huh. Yeah, um, no, me too. Um, and I, and I, I'm trusting him that he's correct on this. He, you know, he's described the scenes faithfully to me. Um, but, you know, that's, yeah, that's sort of... That's funny. It's like, it's like her her character changed backwards and forwards once, you know, Sephiroth did the whoop. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of which, Sephiroth is all over this game. Um, Yes, that's what I expected. Uh, right, everyone wants to fuck Cloud? Like... Like it's become a funny meme about the Jesse character wanting Mm -hmm. to fuck Cloud, but everyone wants to fuck Cloud, and that includes Sephiroth. (laughs) I Uh, mean, they are in in his shoes. They (laughs) have yeah. Well, he's a very beautiful man. Both of them are. Um, There is. uh, I want to get the the quote right. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, one of the early flashbacks, like the early instances of Cloud, because Cloud's always having PTSD flashes, right? Okay. Sure. Um, that in, in where, both games, yes. Yeah. That's sort of. Um, one of them is our first inkling that maybe something's not right about his memory of the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of that scene, it has Cloud seeming to talk to himself. Saying "Who are you? Who are you?" over and over again, and then suddenly Sephiroth appears and, put his, and puts his hand on Cloud's shoulder and leans down and whispers, "I am your everything." Huh. How romantic. <laughs> yes, uh, it, and you know it it, it. it is questionably delivered in ter- mm-hmm. not 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 badly delivered, but it's, it, you know it's it's unclear what that's supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. to well, the viewer right now. Uh but there is no denying there is some intense and in, you know, intensely intended energy of that sort between the two. Huh. Um, okay. well. Cool. Um yeah, everyone wants to fuck Cloud man. Everyone. Um that's what happens when you get a remake. Yeah. it is. Uh th- there's like there was this weird um scene with Jesse where she basically tries to Netflix and chill him. Mm-hmm. Um and then like like after like two minutes of basically straight up propositioning him says psych and the scene's over. Huh. <laughs> hey guy, what what am I supposed to, what what are the messages I'm supposed to do? That's be very weird. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> But no, it sounds sounds good. We yeah, should probably know, move I'm on like, or else we're gonna be here all night. But the, yeah. the game sounds good. I'm I'm excited to try it actually. Like I did not think I would say that, but um I'll get it. I'll play it. I'm 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 excited. I'm ready for I'm ready for a new Final Fantasy 7. Um even though um you know given my my terrible Final Fantasy 14 addiction that is always ongoing, I don't believe there ever should be more Final Fantasies. I think we've we've done enough. Uh we're 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 done with that. Um, yeah. we we can move on. Uh we have the best one. Um no 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 need for more. Uh I saw that you have Alex on the on the old uh list. Did you see that I wrote something on that? I did not. Oh yeah, um, so I played then... through that whole game. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, uh, I have... Does it, it? Was the ending as stupid as that article makes it sound? So there's a yeah. So your your thing was I didn't actually read the article. That's um, fine. It Makes but, it sound very stupid. So the ending <laughs> of so if you don't want spoilers for Half Life Alex, um, you know, zoom ahead maybe I don't know three minutes. But well, the ending is basically you you think you're going to rescue Gordon Freeman the whole time. Um, uh, that's sort of what you're led to believe, and um, in the end, you you end up on the the combine ship, and uh, you you have a, a kind of cool action sequence. The ending s- bits themselves are my favorite, where like you're in this apartment building, and it's like stuck out of time, and you're you're shifting between like horizontal and vertical and stuff, and it, it feels great, and it's a really really nice way of storytelling. Um, it just it's it's very good. Um, and more so than other parts, which felt sort of like a theme park. Um, I have a piece in EGM if people are interested in more on this, but uh, basically that's my claim that like I think it feels a little bit too much like Universal Studios to me, um, to be like, you know, the next phase of art. Uh, but it's a very fun action game, and at the end, you, you, um, you as Alex are about to rescue who you think is Gordon Freeman from this cell, and it turns out that who you are rescuing is um the the fed the whatever whatever g-man g-man yeah um and g-man says like hey thanks for rescuing me um we had this gordon freeman guy he doesn't want to work for us anymore uh now you can work for us uh but like first off before before you work for us anything in the world that you want changed and she's like i can't think of anything and they're like well okay how about this like uh in the future your dad dies and so that's not a spoiler because everyone everyone knows that at the end he She of,
1: dies on screen in Half-Life Yes, at two. the end of
0: Episode 2. half um, And, life and two, yeah. in this, uh, you're just like, well, I don't want my dad to die. I'd, I'd rather he live. And uh, G-Man says, OK, I can make that happen. Um, thing is, is like – and he basically doesn't – it's the classic thing. Like, oh, you don't know what you're agreeing to kind of deal. But uh, she agrees to it. You don't really get any agency in that. Um, and then when she agrees to <laughs> really, it, Really? In a Half-Life game, not giving you any agency? I know, As right? an artistic choice? I know, I know, I know. It's hard to believe, um, but basically, the the end of the game is you find out that Alex is um, now working for the for a G man in like effectively what has become a uh,
1: a secondary like world state. I guess, I guess is what you'd say. Um, it's like so. How much got retcon? Assuming that it's not just two separate timelines now. I think it's two separate timelines. Okay. The only that thing up. that changed in the actual
0: plot of Half-Life uh such as it is is um the the thing basically like um uh, they get they get in there uh and they kill the thing before it kills Eli yeah. and then they're like Gordon Eli's like Gordon they have Alex like we have to we have to get Alex back and that's basically the end of it.
1: Eh okay.
0: I mean it's fine. It's it's fine. It's, it's not ultra exciting. Um,
1: it's okay. It's it's like a neat... so, so they they Alex travels forward in time. Then
0: yes, yes, yes. Because Half Life Alex takes place well before any of the events. So in are there Half-Life two Alexes? Two. Yeah, that's what I, we're led to believe. Although it's kind of um, it's open ended. Um, I think you could. I, I think there are two Alexes, and this Alex is a separate Alex from the Alex you see in Half Life Two. Because she sort of splits the timeline there, uh, but that's my reading. Of it. I hate time travel; it's it's rough. Uh, but honestly, like the way the game does it, and like the the kind of impact of it, you get to you get to briefly be Gordon Freeman in VR. Like, and I'm, when I say briefly, I mean very briefly. You take his point of view, and then it's over. But it's cool. Like, it's I don't know. It's neat. The one thing I think is is, and I'll I'll leave it at this because I, I I mean. Here's my review of Half-Life Alex. If you are, for whatever reason, thinking of buying a VR rig um, to play it, uh, I don't think you should buy a VR rig to play it. Uh, that said, it is probably the best VR game I've ever played. It's very good. It's very fun. The VR feels great. Um, if you like VR. That said, VR does not feel great, uh, mm-hmm. as like a rule. Yeah. I, it kind of feels awful. Um, and uh, this game would have been really, really good as a, a standalone shooter, and I don't know why. I do know why, but I wish they would have released it
1: as such. Um do you think it's even possible to down shift it for a secondary uh, release as a, as a uh, FPS? I mean they it prob- did not look like that
0: from what I saw. Like they before. probably could have made it um alongside I doubt they have time I doubt they could do it now. Yeah. Um but in many ways it's a traditional shooter. Like there's not the VR puzzles and stuff are not particularly like important to the plot. Um they're 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 sideshows. They're they're fun. Like, you know, oh I get to I'm in the world of, of City 17 is neat, but like yeah, I mean they handle the nostalgia well, they re, they reintroduce the world quite nicely. Um, I think as a as a reintroduction to Half-Life it's really neat. Um, I think like so few people are gonna get to play this game. Um, and that sucks because like it's a pretty well conceived game and it's kind of like a fun way to get back into the series, so.
1: Well, as long as they don't, uh, go MIA for another 12 years. Apparently they are already working on
0: the next one, but that's what they said with episode two, so who can say? Um. Hopefully that one won't be VR only as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I, I don't know, I think it was a cool game, and if you have a VR rig, as I did, like, incidentally, that you don't have to purchase, uh, get it i mean it's worth it's worth your 40 dollars uh, or 50 dollars, uh, however much it is um probably actually it's a 60 dollar release i don't know but yeah, it's, don't it's 60 don't go ahead and buy like a, a pc that can handle it in a vr rig please just don't like i know there are many people out there who are big half-life fans i just you shouldn't spend your money on that
1: i mean wait a couple of weeks or months until someone does a really high quality let's play or whatever
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly right, yeah. And and you know what? There are elements of it that feel really great, like being able to grab the ammo out of your backpack by reaching behind you and putting it in your gun, or like, you know, there's like, uh, VR style, uh, reloading and loading of, of the different guns in different ways. That's neat. Like, there's, it's cool. Like, I, I won't lie. Like, it feels great at times. But, like, you're in these firefights and you're ducking around. Oh, it feels so cool. Like, this is the future of gaming. And then you're like, run into your chair or like (laughs) you know like you hit a door and it's like okay wait this is like this is not the future of gaming i i am embodied i'm not some sort of like thought in the ether um so you know it's fun but you're gonna get your illusion broken a lot and if i had spent you know two thousand dollars to get that illusion i'd be pretty
1: irritated (laughs) yep uh, that that seems sort of like our games for this week, right? Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, Alex. no, it, I, I was going to say
0: Alex was my game for this week, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been playing other games as well, but um, I'll save World of Horror. World of Horror is neat, but we can talk about that another time. Alex is definitely the game I spent the most time with. I played... Quite a bit of that uh, and got through it all just about. I think I finished it like a week after release. So it's yeah, exactly. about like a 16 hour game in VR, which is uh, enervating and sort of exhausting in its own way. I've not gone back to the old rig uh,
1: since since finishing it. Um, well, I um, mean, there's some other stuff, but we can probably save it for next week. It's not. Yeah, no, you
0: know, we're at an hour. Um, John. Uh... Have you written anywhere recently? Can people find your work somewhere? Uh,
1: I am now the video games guy at, like, officially the video games guy at Goonhammer.com. Excellent. Um We do a lot of video game re- reviews there, not just Warhammer stuff. The, the most recent uh, thing I wrote for them was a uh, review of Warhammer Underworlds Online, which is one of their tabletop gaming products that they've just basically made a digital version of, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be very helpful for the people who like to play that game. Uh, I'm not one of them, uh, but it, you know it's it's a very faithful reproduction of a ta- of a Games Workshop tabletop product, which now many people are going to have to use because of quarantine. Yes, uh, so it's good that they've got that out there for them. Uh, I uh, so. I did think of you the other day, uh, mm-hmm. the other week now. Um, I think actually before
0: quarantine, yeah, it would have been before quarantine. Um, I did a guest podcast on uh, Podside Picnic, uh, yep. friends of the show uh, Pete and uh, and Connor. Um, uh, and I got to talk to, uh, the guys from, uh, from White Wolf who did the, the Bloodlines game. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Nice. Uh, uh yeah. is that the
1: new one? The Uh, no, no, I didn't talk to them. The... I talked to
0: the, I talked to, uh, I talked to the old ones. Okay. So from, uh, Troika or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to some guys from Troika. Right. Uh, the main guys, I, I'm, I'm stupid and can't remember their names right now. Um, uh, uh, hold on, I'm going to find their names. Tim, <laughs> Tim something, uh, Tim. Games, t- 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 Wikipedia. Tim Kane. Yeah, I talked to Tim Kane and. That was a vice
1: presidential candidate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's You're right. That <laughs> um, I was insane. I was insane in the membrane. Insane in Tim Kane. Uh, no, I talked to I talked to Tim Kane and Leonard Boyarsky. All right. Um, <laughs> Very nice guys, and a fun, fun, fun interview overall. Um, got to learn about all their all their games, including Arcanum, Temple of Elemental Evil, uh, Vampire Masquerade. Uh, it was cool, and you know if you if you like that kind of stuff, you should go check it out. I'll, I'll give a, I'll give I'll give old Podside a plug. Um, oh, pod we're we're
1: going to be a, on a podcast
0: together. Next yeah, week. it looks that way with uh, uh, with with our, Smith. with our old friend Corbs, with
1: Corbs man, the quarantine, yeah, the quarantine cast. cast. Probably yeah,
0: he uh, he stopped podcasting for all of thirty-five minutes.
1: Yeah, um, now he's back because I mean, honestly, what else do you have to fucking do? Um, That's well, I mean, well, even well, Tom Watson, he, the British one, had, yeah. started a podcast. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's time. Yeah, uh, podcasts not even once except for this one. <laughs> Except this one. And also all the other no-cartridge ones. Yeah, well, no, yeah, it's it's exactly right. Anything on this feed
0: and the Patreon feed, those are the only ones you should listen to. um, And anyone I mention otherwise. Um, Well, John, uh, thanks for being here. I hope you don't get sick again. Um, So do I. That would be a bummer. Yeah, I would really feel bad for you at that point, and bad for the show, but... I'm I'm happy. I'm 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 feeling good that we are back in the back in the saddle and giving giving everyone what they need in this time of quarantine, a news podcast uh for the things for one of the only things they can actually do during this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good, good night everyone. Good night.